Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Wash your hands! How did you know? I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. You better pack it up and get out of here. Roy, can you imagine how your kids would have felt if when you got to Florida it was closed? Oh, they don't close Florida. No, you, well, you I know they don't close the state of Florida. I, I bet. Yeah, so today uh, is my last day of my vacation, and <laughs> I'm just moping around. <laughs> You know what you should do? You should join in on all the uh, release the Zack Snyder cut stuff that's going around right now. Because we know that's going to happen. Those people are never going to give up. <laughs> well, especially now, I guess the new... They just put out a report saying... Actually, hang on. Welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Justin. I'm Matt. Wow, you never start that. Wow. You I know. You threw me for a loop. <laughs> Oh my god, what is happening? This is what quarantine does to me. I guess so. I go rogue. That's all right. I don't mind. Go ahead. Go rogue. Um, Keep talking. But yeah, I guess I guess I, there's rumors now where they're actually distancing themselves by talking about remaking Justice League now. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that's a rumor started by We Got This Covered, which is one of the worst fucking geek news websites in the world. Oh, is it? I think I saw that. I think that's where I saw it uh, was somebody retweeted, uh, we got this covered and went, seriously? This is what they've reduced. Them? Like, I, every time I think they can't reduce themselves anymore, they do. Well, it's just funny because I think if that itself, like, reignited more so the whole release the mm-hmm. Zack Snyder cut, like, sh- bullshit as well. Yeah, and in fact, actually, speaking real quick of DC, I might as well mention these things because DC, uh, Warner Brothers did move some of their... Uh, so actually, I think they moved all of their dates at this point, which isn't news at this point anymore. Uh, everything's being moved, but I might as well bring them up real quick because there's only three of them. Uh, they moved The Batman from June 25th 2021 to October 1st, 2021. They moved The Flash from July 1st, 2022 to June 3rd, 2022. And they moved Shazam to, which, who gives a shit, from April 1st, 2022 to November 4th, 2022. Yeah. uh, Actually, it's funny because I keep going on the DC kind of route. Um, I was... I'm in like a chat group from like one of the comic places I used to work at Mm -hmm. and one of the they were just talking about how like throughout this whole quarantine I guess there's the possibility that uh, Diamond which is the biggest uh, comic distributor uh, might be going getting back into business at the end of May beginning of June yeah well because Diamond um, because all the uh stores shut down they um but all the stores are still doing like you can make you you can like uh you can send you you can get your 
uh, comics mailed to you. Right, but Diamond didn't do shipping for a little bit. Uh, DC, I don't think, even printed any comics last month. I think they held them all. They they held a bunch of them. Um, they pushed a bunch of titles back. And the thing I was just reading was apparently like the biggest quote-unquote news out of DC Comics is the introduction of the newest um, of a new uh, sidekick to the Joker called Punchline. Yeah, she has been uh, in. Uh, we learned about Punchline. Oh my God! Almost in the. I want to say it was back in the fall that we found out she was going to be making her debut or something like, or she did make her debut briefly and then one, i can't remember exactly but i remember i haven't read i haven't read any dc comics for the longest time right well neither have i except um just that i uh had read the news about well i've read dc comics but on the app so they've all been older yeah. comics they haven't been new <laughs> but i like the thing i like the and of course the big thing that's coming out of it is like oh is harley and punchline gonna fight and they're like yeah that's gonna happen so that's like the big yeah um, of course it is uh i don't know uh i like i said like i haven't touched a comic for since uh january i think Mm -hmm. i think that was like it because like money was just super tight and all i and i was like man there hasn't been a lot of comics i've been really into lately right I don't know. Make it back into it at some point. Yeah. When everything's up and running, but definitely going to probably go more trade versus singles. Yeah. I know. I keep telling you this and I know you're hesitant to do it. And I understand being, I still buy uh, trade paperbacks. I still like having physical comics. I still think it's important to have physical. I think it's important to have all kinds of physical media. I think it's important to own the things you really love. Uh, because sometimes the people that own the copyrights to that in digital format turn into dicks and pull back the digital distribution rights and you lose your, but that's a whole other topic, but I still think you should have Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> it's so uh, good. Maybe if I had like an actual like tablet yeah. or something instead of like my phone. Yeah, your phone is too small. You would, I wouldn't go under probably a seven inch screen size tablet because that's more uh more in line with that's approaching like reading off a real comic book page yeah because i know mar i haven't getting a lot of emails from marvel mm. being like if you get marvel unlimited uh because they just started like now you can read the whole war of the realms thing that happened like last year yep. that i got the first issue of and immediately uh, chastised it for how stupid it was <laughs> but uh yeah uh, not just marvel i'm selling i mean also uh, dc universe is equally as good but since you tend to read more marvel comics i think you would probably get more. well i'll read anything at this point sure. like it's not that I, I just grew up more on marvel yeah. but i mean i've been a lot of the i've been finding that some of the more interesting like standalone stories have been dc related because like uh heroes in crisis Mm -hmm. was and uh was probably uh, and uh the zombie one i can't even remember at this point deceased i love those like i was like these are fantastic and most of marvels lately have been like 
like kind of rehashes like they did like another like deadpool kills the marvel universe kind of deal yeah and i was like don't care about that and and i don't know like all the car like absolute carnage was probably the last like marvel storyline i was actually kind of invested in okay makes sense um i have been i haven't in a couple weeks because i've been reading a reg i've been kind of bouncing back and forth between reading a lot of comics and reading uh regular print books but uh but back in um when i my comic book reading period a couple weeks ago i have been using Marvel Unlimited to read a lot of older titles, especially for characters that I've only recently become interested in and want to know more about. So I actually was reading a ton of Daredevil to the point now where Daredevil is actually quickly becoming like my second or third favorite Marvel character. It's either Daredevil's fantastic. It's either because Spider-Man is my number one, you know, this is my number one favorite Marvel character. And then it's either Captain America or Daredevil kind of fighting right there for the two and two and three spots. So, um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I said before, I'll say, I know I'll probably end up reading some more digital stuff down the line. Maybe I'll finally, uh, break down and get Marvel unlimited mm-hmm. just because like, uh, the newer Hulk stuff has been amazing. I've heard nothing but good things about Immortal Hulk, so that might be... Immortal Hulk is, like, what I read when I picked it mm-hmm. up, it was fantastic. But then I kind of, like, was, like, one of those things of, like, downsizing comics for a while. Yeah. And I kind of regret, but I probably just want to end up getting the traits of that. And it does take a minute to adjust to reading digital comics, but... I also really, and again, I still love my paper comics and everything, but one of the things I appreciate about reading the digital comics is the panel by panel because then you can really like focus in on a panel. And when it's supposed to be a splash page, it will pull out so you can see the whole page, but then it will zoom back in um, to the, you know, so you'll like read the speech bubble, then it will zoom out and you can see the whole splash page and then you'll zoom back in for the next uh, individual panel. And so you can really like check the art out that way. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's a poss- It's a very strong possibility of something I might get in the next maybe month or so. Yeah. D- depending how I'm feeling. Yep. So. Anywho, uh, what have... Well, I was about to say, what have you been up to this week? But I do know that you started watching the old 90s X-Men series. Well, yeah, that's one of the things I've been doing. And Mm -hmm. it's because you were talking, like, you kept texting me about, like, because you're watching the old, you watched the old animated Spider-Man series. Yep, still working on that. Well, Matt's watching, yeah, I was like, well, Matt's watching that. It wouldn't be very interesting if I started watching the same thing. Mm So I'm gonna do the X Men, nice. and I love it. It's fun. It's fun. It's really interesting. But man, it's ex- some of it's extremely dated for how they did uh, yeah. <laughs> cartoons, I know. and especially because I've I've been I've been running through mm-hmm. it. Um, oh yeah, I've been like, plowing through Spider Man too. I'm I'm yeah most of the way through. Season I'm like on season three right now of X Men. Mm-hmm. Or four, I don't know. No, I ended three and started on four, and like 
the the way they treat some of their characters is just ridiculous of how they're just like the biggest oafs mm-hmm. um like there's one bit where it's the start of rogue's whole arc about realizing that she had she's haunted by uh miss marvel mm-hmm. uh since she stole her powers like a long time ago and yep it's like it's a fire lord no no uh yeah no it's pyro avalanche and the blob like destroying like a city and they're just and then x-men show up and they're just like the biggest dumbasses that's so funny it's it's just so like ridiculous how they're treated like one shot blows the dialogue especially with beast is horrendous (laughs) Well, I uh, it's like I noticed in the Spider-Man series, like it's funny the rules they had to apply to in terms of depicting violence. Like Spider-Man never punches anybody. He wasn't allowed to throw a punch. So all the fights are like Spider-Man dodging things being thrown at him and then he webs the villain up and that's the like that's what the fight is. One of my favorite things I've come across so far is uh, I got pet through a Savage Land bit where Mr. Sinister takes over the Savage Land. Mm-hmm. And he has Magneto and Professor X like chained up. And they don't have their powers. Uh, like Something about the Savage Land nullified their powers. and But uh, Mr. Sinister is like, draining magneto of his powers to give to someone else and because they can't say and it's throughout the entire series but that's when i first really like caught on Mm -hmm. was they can't say die or death or killing (laughs) or anything like that they They have to say destroying destroying or terminating or (laughs) yeah it's really funny it is the funniest shit I've ever seen because it's like uh, Magneto's being drained of all his energy or whatever and Professor X just looks over and goes, no, no, you're destroying him. And Mr. Sinister's like, what, you prefer I destroy you instead? And I'm just like, wow yeah i love that i also uh i brought it up before uh the way that aunt may was done back in the day was horrendously aw- she was like a stereotypical like neurotic grandma almost it was so weird <laughs> it was like it was yeah it's man still good stuff though yeah but like i think even the funnier one of the funnier things so far in x-men was jubilee how she's just like this little preppy like well rebelous kind of uh teenager Mm -hmm. and like her whole thing is she can cause explosions but in the animated show it's literal fireworks (laughs) so they like (laughs) So, like, she sparks something and you hear, like, that really cheesy, like, whistle effect. And you're like, oh, come on. I noticed that. I had forgotten all about it. And I noticed it in the uh, X-Men Spider-Man crossover episode. I was like, is her superpower fireworks? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
The other thing uh, that uh, rewatching the time. Spider-Man series reminded me of that I had forgotten about was the Iron Man, the short-lived Iron Man uh, animated series, because I just watched the episode that was the crossover of Spider-Man and Iron Man. Yeah. So now I want to watch the Iron Man series again. There's, there's an Iron Man one. There's a there's a couple Fantastic Four series that came out around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one for the Hulk. I remember the Fantastic Four one. I don't remember the Hulk one very well. Same. So maybe those will be the next series I tackle. We'll find out. Speaking of uh, speaking of series, uh, I just finished the last two episodes of Cursed Films, mm-hmm. um, and there it, the, it was one about the crow, and then one about the Twilight Zone movie. I heard horrifically that there is the actual footage of the death from the Twilight Zone movie. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah. No, thank you. I was not prepared for that. No, thank you. (laughs) I I like sat there and I'm like, they're not going to show it. They're not going to show it. And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah, you were not the only person I I saw that from that was like, that was not okay. (laughs) That was, you know, it was so, it was, it was very unnecessary. I still overall like the show mm-hmm. even though mo- the last two the last two i don't see how you can really say they're cursed it's just bad things happened so they really kind of stretched it but once that twilight zone episode came on i was just like wow you guys um that's that was not a really okay that was not a good thing to be showing at all for sure yeah well I did something this week that I have been saying for ages and ages and ages that I would get around to someday, and someday came this week. Are you prepared? Are you sitting down? <laughs> I watched... I've, I've been curious what this has been. Okay. I watched Train to Busan. Okay. What did you think? I thought it was amazing. <laughs> It was so good. It's so good. Why did I wait so long to watch this movie? It's so good. For like weird, like for zombie films, they're like it's like top notch. Yeah. It um it it's got a lot of the thing that is important with with uh, zombie films, which is of course uh social commentary. Um it had a rather shocking and sad and unexpected ending. Um, the zombies were fantastic, although I have to say that is the fastest acting zombie uh, virus I have ever seen on film because they became zombies yeah. immediately upon being bitten. Um, but it was so good. Oh, man. I, I cannot wait for Peninsula, yes, the sequel to come out, which Hopefully, is, I'm assuming it's going straight to, it's going straight to Netflix or whatever next month. I'm assuming, yeah, and it is supposedly four years after the events of Train to Busan. 
Yeah. Now, here's a question that I had while I was watching this movie, and I wanted to talk to you about it. And especially since the next one is called just Peninsula, which I assume means the Korean Peninsula. So, do you think that because yeah. the Train to Busan one was, like, um, let out of a lab and yada yada yada, do you think that it went global, or do you think somehow it got contained to based just on the title of the next film do you think they managed to contain it to korea uh both north and south or do you think it got out in the world ended i believe uh i believe it's kind of been contained to like subsections in both koreas like i believe there are outposts that are uh, that are made specifically kind of like Resident Evil style where like where like there are pockets of people um, but I think it's all really kind of contained in that one in, in the Korean districts yeah. I guess is the best way to put I it I was kind of thinking that maybe what and maybe we could be wrong but when I found out that the uh, next film was called Peninsula I was like oh maybe this virus just destroyed korea maybe it didn't make it to the rest of the world but i guess we're gonna find out there is i don't know if it's on netflix but i think it's on shutter there is a short there is an animated film that i think is either a sequel or prequel to this yeah i think i read um, that it's a prequel yeah yeah so i'm like maybe i should check that like i think i'm gonna do like a little watch party mm -hmm. For myself, obviously. Yeah, and you said that's on uh, Shutter. Uh, I think it's on Shutter. Hang on, let me see if I can find that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Because I know, because like, yeah, because that comes out. Uh, uh, I believe Peninsula is next month. I think you're correct. Uh, yeah. Let's see, Train to Busan prequel. Which is called I can Soul Soul Station. Yes, Soul Station. That's uh, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I believe. Oh, that, where can I watch it? Why won't you tell me where I can watch it? Let's see, watch online. All I know is I'm probably signing back up for Shutter again uh, soon because I noticed on Amazon. Even though I've already signed up for Shutter once before, I with a with the free trial, I believe I get another bite at the free 30-day trial because of the quarantine because both that and CBS All Access, which I have also been um subscribed to through Amazon before both say 30-day free trial on them when I uh, log on to my Prime account on my TV. So I think I'm going to do some shutter very soon uh, before that expires. That way I can at least watch uh, whatever I feel like watching on shutter for a little bit, even though I have to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah. And it looks like this and, and it looks like soul station is you can get it on Amazon prime. Okay. Cause I watched train to Busan on Netflix. So, and I didn't see the, the soul station on Netflix. So, um all right i'll have to check that out too yeah 
But yeah, that was one of the things I um, finally got off my I'm Netflix trying. queue of doom because I realized my real hobby is not actually watching movies. <laughs> it's putting them on my watch list and going, I'll watch that later and then never getting to it. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I also watched the newest episode. I, I say it every week, but I've watched the newest episode of um, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on my and that's on my Disney Plus queue of Doom right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's getting good because what everybody says. Not I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it away, but Darth Maul shows up and I'm just like hell yes. I knew he's been in it quite a bit. Um, he's had some. He's probably had some really some of the strongest stuff in this show. Mm-hmm. And the whole new bit right now with him is, I think, is very interesting. Four years from now, I'll finally catch up to Clone Wars. <laughs> I'll be, we'll be recording this show in four years, and I'll go, Justin, guess what? I finally fucking watched Clone Wars. It's so good. How come nobody told me? And you'll be like, I did. And then we'll come me. back to him like, ah, remember that one episode when he said he was going to? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's just the way my life. I everyone else is dying to be let out of quarantine. I'm dying to be put in it, <laughs> so, so I can finally watch all uh, this shit. It's a weird thing. Well, speaking of yeah, unfortunately, speaking of the whole quarantine, it's now officially. If you haven't figured, if most of you nerds haven't figured it out yet, um, but to everyone's sad, uh. But more than rashly, it was going to happen. They announced that San Diego Comic-Con is now officially canceled this year, which is the first time in 50 years. Yep, that's uh, pretty wild, pretty crazy. But like you said, not at all unexpected. It's like like so many people are so upset about it. And I'm partially like, I kind of figured it was coming. Right, yeah. I'm like, ex- like I'm actually expecting designer con they're, they're having a meet. They're doing a thing later today. I think for designer con where I'm assuming they're probably just going to go and cancel that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot of things to continue to be canceled. In fact, I'm still waiting to get a, it hasn't happened yet, but I keep assuming it will. There's no way it won't, but I keep assuming that the Slipknot concert I bought tickets to, or a ticket to is uh, going to be canceled. That was supposed to happen June 1st and there's no way that's happening. And the fact that live nation hasn't gotten in touch yet and been like, Oh, nope, sorry. Here's your money back is wild to me. Well, they just—I know at least with Slipknot, they just announced their Not Fests tours over, uh, like it over in Europe are canceled. Yeah, and I think so. Those... I would not be surprised if yours are going to be not too far behind. Yeah, because I actually think the, uh, I feel like the Europe ones were supposed to start pretty soon. So, yeah, yeah, wild. But again, I mean, not a- yeah, it's it's insane right now. Like the fact that, but from the looks of it, like this is not just a nerd thing now. It's just more of just overall speculation. But it looks like at least in California, I don't know in other places that like mass group, any place that have like mass gatherings are not going to be happening till like maybe mid next year. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. Although, um, I was listening to a podcast recently, another podcast where they were talking about what the possibilities would be about movie theaters. And they had an interesting idea. And I can't believe this isn't something that isn't actually going to be probably because it would be expensive, but the idea of like maybe reopening movie theaters, but taking out seats. So there'd be more room between, you know, having more showings that have fewer people in each showing or just not selling as many seats per theater or something like that. Because of course, everybody wants the movie theaters to come back. People want to see their movies, damn it. And not everybody wants to sit at home. So, well, I mean, I mean, there's definitely as someone who works in a movie theater, Mm -hmm. uh, when before we were closed that's kind of what we were doing was we would if you you and a friend came and saw a movie Mm -hmm. you would get some seats but then as as you bought those seats the seats next to you on either side would automatically disappear okay so no one could buy those Mm -hmm. so we were kind of doing something like that uh to begin with uh now who knows like i just there's not much I can really say about it right now, but I sat in on a meeting yeah. uh, the other day about like the future of it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. I saw this it's crazy be thing about how drive-in movie theaters are suddenly like just surging back. Uh, there was a drive-in theater right here in. Oh, totally. There was a drive-in theater right here where I lived. They tore it down a couple of years ago because it. It, you know, went out of business because it was doing so poorly. And now it's like, well, you should have left it there. <laughs> you could have reopened it and it would have done booming business. Yeah. I mean, not just for like, not only that, but I mean, that picture you shared the other day from Universal Studios, <gasps> like that, their back lot. Yeah. That is nuts. They tore down what was left of Hooville. That was there when you and I were there. Whoville was still there. Yeah. Which honestly, honestly though, who's going to the Universal lot to see the the Whoville lot? I mean, no the 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 attraction, the biggest attraction to me is personally the Bates Motel and Amity Island. Yeah, but uh, except now it's all focused around like the see the the screens of for freaking Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is weird. Although the King Kong one is pretty cool as well. Well, yeah, that one's pretty sweet, but the Fast and Furious one's just dumb. Yes, and I'm actually surprised that they... Well, I guess I'm not surprised they keep that going. That franchise is unbelievably huge. Can't believe it. I told you, now's the perfect time. We write Two two Furies for bedtime. I know. We could bring that one back. <laughs> Make a ton of money. That way they could really have a Fast and Furious for all ages. Oh, man. Be wild. So, yeah. okay. We got to talk about this week's episode of Westworld. Because I yeah, we do. am, A, blown away 
by how strong the main storyline is and B confused as fuck about what William's storyline has to do with anything. <laughs> I have theories. I don't know how well they're going to be thought out because every time I thought of a theory it has been shot down. Um, so this whole episode kind of mostly revolved around like so uh, so they about will being in the whole uh psychiatric war yes um which confirmed my suspicion and how some people were still confused but i was like no because i tried to explain this before and i'm like no this is because he's a he's a host and and this kind of confirmed a little bit of it because we had that one bit where they showed they were drilling in that thing into the roof of his mouth that uh, Aaron Paul has that they never explained till now. Sort of. Yeah, it's like a drug injector. Yeah, it's to help with therapy. It's to help calm you down, I guess, if you mm -hmm. use some of it or to help height. I don't know exactly. But when they hooked that into him and they got like his blood samples and stuff, they there was like a whole system problem and they're like we don't know what's going on we can't get anything out of this guy yeah and the other thing and... that really tipped me off to the fact that he is a host at this point is he took that glove off his burned hand and he was missing those two or three fingers and there was metal nubs sticking yeah. out of the end of his fingers yeah uh so yeah, and I'm like, yeah, the, like a lot of people I talk with, like he's not a host. No, I'm like, no, he's a host, and this kind of helped with that. Well, but they also had the whole weird, like he was having therapy in his own mind with all the other versions of himself, including like his child self that we've never seen before, and that he had like deluded himself into thinking he had been an abused child but really he was a like horrible child that broke other children's arms and knocked their teeth out so i didn't yeah i was like holy crap yeah so i was like i don't really quite understand what's up with that um however the Maeve storyline is getting pretty good, and I'm wondering, since Hector got destroyed by uh, Charlotte Dolores, who is the other person being built to help Maeve? I thought it was the guy with the let with the the guy the other guy with uh the cane. Oh, so you think it is him? Okay, it could be him. I I was, but they they didn't make it clear enough. Well, this, here's the, that the they did not, which I could be wrong, but that's what my assumption would be. Because she had told you see, the Mave, the she had told Sirach she needed help, and so I, I assumed the help she needed was Hector, but then, like I said, Hector got destroyed. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's it's bizarre. Um, I don't know. But you see, the thing is, for me, I'm like the exact opposite. I think the Maeve storyline right now is when it, mainly when it comes to when she's in the simulation is confusing as fuck. Because 
Because I don't understand her power set and how, like, the guy with the cane, he's like, well, I, now I know this is all simulation. And he's like, what's the point? And I'm like, I'm like, how do you know? Like, there's, a, like, a very few set of people who know this stuff. Well, I don't understand how you can figure it that out. That actually might... Uh, that actually might make sense that it is him that is being the other host built because if he is a simulation in that and he realizes he's a simulation that means he has a mind outside the simulation so he could have a pearl existing in the real world that his mind exists in just without a body so he actually now that you say now that you bring that up i hadn't thought about that before but yeah he could be the other host that is coming out of the the creation process right there towards the end when Maeve is done being rebuilt yeah i don't know it's very bizarre but the whole it's we only have like two episodes left mm -hmm. um the stuff with Charlotte Dolores was pretty good. Like, I am gets rooted out by Ciroc. Yeah, I'm digging uh, Charlotte Dolores and her whole like wrestling with being Charlotte, but also being Dolores, but also being better than Charlotte apparently because she was found out as being a host because she actually treated her kid better than the real Charlotte treated her kid. So. Um, yeah. And boy, oh boy, was I surprised as fuck when she's driving off with her, like, ex-husband and kid being like, I'll keep you safe, I'll keep you safe, I'll keep... And then the whole fucking car explodes. And, of course, she's the only one that lives because she's a host. That threw me off. Like, I knew, some, I knew something was going to happen. Yeah. I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't realize it was going to be like that. Yeah. So, uh, here's hoping that... Charlotte Dolores goes full on ruthless Dolores and really goes after Ciroc for blowing up her family. Yeah. I mean, and this see, I'm like, I think my favorite part about this whole episode was actually the will stuff. I really liked what they're doing with him because they're basically setting him up from what it seems like when, when uh, Bernard comes to get it's him. It's not that I hate uh, what they're doing with him. It's just that I don't quite understand yet how he fits into it all. And y Right, though. When, when Ashley and Bernard come to get him, that's when I finally went, oh, he really does have something to do besides being this weird, I'm a crazy guy side story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because now it's all about revenge. And although I still don't really quite understand why Dolores kept him alive. I don't um, either, especially since they made it very, very clear um, that or I think it might be about revenge on Dolores's side, though. I think that's what and now he'll because he doesn't. Well, now he thinks he has a reason to get revenge against her, but the reality is she had all the reason in the world to get revenge against him because when she finally became conscious, she realized he had done nothing but abuse her brutally over and over and over again for from the time he was a young man to the time he was an old man. So what, 30-something years? Yeah. 
So she had a right to like basically call him a crazy person and lock him in insane asylum because if she thought that that was the best way to torture him. <laughs> oh man. You totally, yeah, it's very, I don't know, very, I, I'm very interested to see where these last two episodes go. Yeah. Especially since, I mean, I guess even though he spent 30-something years raping and murdering Dolores repeatedly, he still will think he's the one out for revenge because he had to spend a little bit of time in a mental hospital because he's Will and he's sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Because he's an old white man. Yeah. Duh. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Ed Harris looks like a leather glove. <laughs> It's so, <laughs> I was like really looking at him this episode going, wow, like Ed Harris has been spending some time in the sun. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, I want that to be fourth season of Westworld is just like him. Like he survives. He's still a host and whatever, but he's like the hamburger helper hand. Because that's all that's left. Yeah. It's just his hand. I'm also starting to get very curious how on earth they're going to do anything about how they ended last season. Because they still have to explain Will at the end of time, apparently, <laughs> crawling back into destroyed Westworld as... You know, how are they going to explain that with only like two episodes left? There's a fourth season, apparently. Oh, really? I hadn't heard there was going to be a fourth yeah. season. I thought this was going to be the last. I, I've heard there's a four. I've heard there's supposed to be a fourth season. Okay. Whether that's true or not, who knows? I guess um, we'll have to see how this season ends. Because my assumption would be kind of like what we talked about the like last week um like we we kind of are assuming dolores is gonna die like that has it has to end like that and i'm assuming well, that maybe someone else maybe mave and whoever uh decides to take matters in their own hands and kind of continue ish or maybe even charlotte dolores like somehow survives mm -hmm. all of this like without anyone finding her and then kind of like restarts where Dolores left off. Maybe I'm starting to wonder though, because, um, Charlotte Dolores did. Oh man, I'm burping. Um, Charlotte Dolores did take that, uh, somewhat destroyed Pearl from Delos slash insight that apparently was yet another copy of Dolores because it was operating the Dolores within the simulation. So that was a, a copy of Dolores that they didn't know had... It's the original Dolores. Okay, so, so now I am re-questioned... Because I thought Dolores in the Dolores body was the... As close to original Dolores as was left, but now we have original Dolores back. So I, it, there, I am now sort of walking back. My, it's bizarre. It is getting a little weird. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I don't know if Dolores... Now I don't know if Dolores dies or not because I had completely forgotten her original Pearl was thought destroyed. But now that it's made its reappearance on the show, she could still survive somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be weird. But I like, like I said, like I think... Like I think Dolores, like Dolores, Dolores that we have right now is totally gonna die, and that's kind of where they want you to think. But sure. I believe if there is a fourth season, if Charlotte's still alive and has original Dolores, mm-hmm. um, maybe that will be a, like a second run, like it will after be, everything is said and done. It will be interesting because obviously uh, Charlotte Dolores stole all the plans for creating hosts at the same time Ciroc was trying to completely destroy the ability to make hosts and even destroying all the existing hosts that were in storage. So it could be that, I don't know. I guess we're going to, like I said, I guess we're going to find out in these next couple episodes. Oh man, it's, I need. Yeah, somebody. we're gonna. It's gonna be a weird ride. I texted you this once before. Eventually, I'm gonna need somebody to make Westworld the stupid guys cut so that I can finally <laughs> understand everything going on in this show in the correct order that it is supposed to be in. Yeah. Oh God. I do love it though. Like as confused as I am by it and as by as much as I try to wrap my brain around what comes next and I'm always wrong about what comes next, I do love it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I've I've been so like gun home, like I'm pretty sure I figured it out and then that's like nope, I'm like God God oh fine, whatever. Yep. So I don't know. So what we've got now is we've got Dolores trying to essentially destroy humans so that hosts can survive. We've got Maeve and apparently Bernard and Ashley trying to stop her. And we've got Will doing something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then there's still freaking Aaron Paul, which we still know nothing about. Yeah, he's kind of turned out to be nobody so far. Exactly. Uh, weird like they keep showing flashbacks and like stuff of his life but i'm still confused why and they haven't really explained any of it Mm -hmm. yeah good point man westworld making me making me think well anything else this week just stop the thinking what's that um. Mm, no, there's. I mean, nothing else really is. I mean, I've just been playing video games and trying to find films. Nice to, to to like keep my mind occupied. Trying really hard not to buy things. Unlike you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I spent money. I was bad, and now I'm done. Done. Yeah, I'm probably going to spend some more money next week, but like as of right now, I'm trying not to. <laughs> Good deal. 
I wouldn't either if I wasn't such a dummy, but I am, so. Yep. Aren't we all? I guess so. Well, I guess that'll be it for this week for this episode. Uh, Don't forget on Thursday, there will be another episode of the FBI's Most Unwanted, and we'll be back with Two Broke Geeks again next week. Bye. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks.